Welcome, everybody, to Big Dog Ball Talk. That's right. The number 50 podcast on Apple Podcasts in Canada. Clap it up wherever you're at right now. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I'm just going to I'm just gonna embrace the, the monkey sound. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I might as well keep it consistent at least. But, uh, yeah, I got some kind of random email recently uh, claiming we're, we've been performing very well in the past 30 days. Uh, as I told Legal, I thought maybe 55 podcasts in total then. Uh, yeah, to NBA clarify, related. this is yeah, this is in the basketball slash NBA category, not overall, but uh, maybe one day we'll go get that. Yeah, from Carlos. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I'm gonna. We don't have to mention that. Uh, yeah, just top fifty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, top fifty there. and something. Don't worry about yeah. it. Uh, That's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, we're we're Thanks working to you. really well, guys. So uh, shout out to you guys, I guess. Uh, but shout out to us as well for for being the ones that are yeah, doing more it. so to us. But again, yeah. if you didn't the first time, clap it up for uh, for Jordan and I. Uh, but welcome to Big Dog Ball Talk. I'm at Icorn, joined by Jordan Flegel. And Jordan, I hope my voice isn't too raspy again today. A lot of a uh, lot of talking over the weekend for me. How was your spent? I know you were uh, you had a, a a relative up uh, today. Uh, not, no, not not obviously your relative, but uh, someone who just wouldn't leave your house or not your house, I guess. A lot of my <laughs> going on. Yeah. No, it was um, my girlfriend's aunt's birthday and and her mom's birthday too. They're uh, identical twins, so uh, we. What's well, back what up? Say like that, that again. So Annie's aunt and mother are identical twins. I thought so you just said that means they have the Annie's same birthday. birthday and her mom's. They're identical no. twins. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't add up to me, man. In my mind, at least. Yeah, yeah. Good for you, Matt. You're a detective. If I had said that, that uh, wouldn't have made sense. I'm on the case. Um, but that was today. Uh, and then what was yesterday? Yesterday was Saturday. Recording Sunday night. Yeah, Saturday we were actually down at the Christmas market, like we talked about. Believe it or not, mm. Annie was selling her uh, clouds down there. Oh yeah. Which, uh, little shout out, uh, Airy Nest. That's uh, A E R Y and Nest on uh, Instagram. If you're looking for some nice uh, clouds to hang above your bed, they're very very nice. Um, anyway, we were selling those down there, uh, and that went well. And um, and yeah, I did not have a, you know, I, I didn't have a talking heavy weekend though. Like you, Matt, Matt, give me a little bit. Um, uh, give me a sample of your uh, hockey play by play. I've never, I've never, I've never had the pleasure of hearing it. Was uh, doing some play by play over the weekend for prospects by sports illustrated. If anyone uh, from that team's listening, sup? Uh, I've, I've even got the hoodie on nice merch. Uh, but uh, so we go, so Matt, I, I, I take a slap I, shot from the blue line. Oh, you want you want a hockey one? You want a hockey one? Yeah, oh, come on, give it to me. Give you my best, Bob Cole. Uh, Jordan Flegel. He's going along the halfway wall here. He's just oh. passing the blue line. Looks like he's gonna <laughs> pass it over. Oh, he fakes it. Fakes a slap shot. Spinorama. He's going around coast to coast. Oh yeah. my goodness, he's doing the most. He shoots and he scores top shelf. Oh my goodness, a sensational goal by Jordan Flegel. How's that? Pretty good. That was really good. I got some some butterflies in my stomach. I, I felt like you- I was there. I haven't used that voice legit, but I'm thinking of just trying to like slowly transition into it and you won't notice. And this will be my voice from now on, you know, do it, <laughs> do it. You didn't even probably notice that it was sneaky. No, I didn't at all. I, I, I would like you to do it. I, I think it's, it's better than whatever the hell your, your normal voice is. So please. yeah, I've been told monotone, but uh, fuck them. Uh, fuck the haters. Uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, we're, we're a uh, big dog ball talk. Obviously it's an NBA podcast. That's what you're here for. As Jordan slams back uh, the remainder of his drink there. Uh, and we're going to intro this one with a team that, uh, you know, again, I'll bite the bullet on this one. Uh, not looking like a great 
dark horse contender to come out of the East, uh, like I predicted <laughs> before the season started, uh, was looking good. Uh, but the New York Knicks kind of looking like the New York Knicks that we all know and don't really care for. Yes. Um, uh, you know, they're, they, they, sometimes you're the Bing, sometimes you get bonged. And uh, <laughs> right now it looks like uh, the Knicks are oh, on the fuck uh, your life situation. Yeah, looks like they're, uh, they're on the bong end of this right now uh, as the Knicks, you know, really, really struggling so far on a bit of a losing skid so far. And uh, you know, most notably Jordan, I mean, Kemba Walker, no longer in the rotation right now. Uh, he wasn't playing very well. Uh, but I can't, I, I find it very hard to believe that a guy who has all this, like uh, this hype and uh, I mean, he's still not even on like a super cheap deal. I, I, I can't believe he's just, you can't even get him out on the court. Like I, if this is, if you can't play for the Knicks right now, I don't know if Kemba's even going to be in the league in the next couple of years. Yeah. I, I don't understand the, uh, the reasoning behind fully taking him out of the rotation. Like, I don't believe he's hurt. Um, this is just kind of a, you know, decision that I, I understand, you know, I, I understand taking him out of the starting lineup, you know, fine. I, I know you had to do that. The Knicks are struggling. Um, and he's been pretty bad, particularly on, on defense, like, yeah. which has been, uh, you know, uh, especially if you're a team coached by Tibbs, that's, that's not going to fly. Uh, and, and the, he sort of him and the rest of the guys in that starting unit, uh, as we've talked about a bunch in the last few few podcasts um, whenever the Knicks comes up come up uh, is that their starting lineup has just been horrible so you know it makes sense to take him out of the, that lineup and, and play him less certainly but um, I, I don't believe that he's such a minus such a liability that he should just be not play be playing at all and he he hasn't played the last three four five games is when he was taken out of the uh, the starting lineup he, he hasn't come off the bench he hasn't been in the rotation at all which is just kind of strange for a team that's struggling you'd think he can you know, provides something. Um, and I think at this point of, in, of his career, um, you know, you're, I think you're, you're really big at kind of pointing out when guys are at that sort of stage and, and when they're at that, that time that they can be kind of like a really good sub. I think that's where maybe Kemba Walker is. Like he can be a, yeah. a guy who can come in and do a little scoring for you off the bench. He can, he can still play make. Um, and yeah, he's not going to be a good defender and he's going to do a lot of things that, uh, you know, you, you, you wish he would, be better at but lots of you know bench guys are crap defenders we've we've seen that uh you know for, for forever like even yep. guys you know from from lou williams to like jamal crawford even the best uh you know traditionally the best um uh, bench guys uh you know defense is not necessarily their forte so yeah i, I think they've went maybe a little bit too far in the other direction uh trying to you know take away uh, you know, trying to, trying to get back on the winning track here because it's not working. They got destroyed by Denver the other night, who is, uh, you know, it's well known they're pretty shorthanded. They don't have Murray or uh, MPJ. Um, and uh, the Jokic just picked them apart uh, the other night. They were down by 30, I believe, at one point, which is just unbelievable. And um, yeah, the, the Knicks are just, they're, they're just, ugh, they're just struggling. And, and I, the point guard, it's, you know, we're talking about Kemba. Their, their point guard position is one of their biggest kind of, uh, it's kind of like an enigma, like what to do there. Because you have someone like Derrick Rose who can be really impactful in, a, you know, the, the short amount of minutes that he plays off the bench. Um, but you don't want to play him too much because then he, he sort of loses his uh, sort of productivity. You don't want to wear him out because yeah. uh, he's, he's up there in age. You've got Quickly, uh, who's kind of still inconsistent, and now uh, Tibbs is starting Alec Burks uh, as, at point guard. Not exactly a traditional point guard. He's not going to do you know the most for you at that position. So Big I think Burks they're sorely. I like Burks. I do like Burks too. Him. 
I, I like him too, but I don't think he should be a starting point guard. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, they've, they've got to figure that out. Uh, and, you know, uh, obviously Julie, Julius Randall's kind of regressed to the mean. He's not exactly having the MVP, MVP caliber uh, slash best, best season of his career that he was having last year. Well, he's been um, using the whole, uh, you know, LeBron uh, foul call thing. I'm oh, too strong. Yeah, oh, I'm too the... strong. They can't yeah. know. It's like, okay, well, if, you're, if the refs are telling you that they know you're getting fouled, but you look just too strong. That sounds fake. Yes. I'm, calling, I'm calling bullish on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. Um, and, and yeah, it's just, it's not looking up uh, in New York and I don't exactly know what to do to fix it. Um, but if I'm, I'm the next, if it keeps going this way, I don't know what I would do, but I will just say we've got a lot of tradable contracts. Yep. Uh, I'll just leave that on the table. I don't know well, exactly what they would do, but they do have a lot of tradable guys. Well, I think that there's there's one thing I want to I want to point out quickly before we move on past uh, Kemba because I think that is kind of like one of the biggest glaring issues because people were really hyped about him, you know, coming back. Uh, yeah. He's from the Bronx yeah. himself. Uh, you know, of course, Kenny the Jet Smith, uh, loving that another New York point guard. Uh, yep. But yeah, it, it, he's got career lows, and this is again including rookie year. Uh, he's got career lows in uh, points, assists, and rebounds. Uh, but interestingly enough, this is actually one of the most uh, efficient shooting percentages he's ever had in his career, uh, shooting 42% from the floor, uh, as well as 41% from three and 80% from the free throw line. Uh, obviously, yeah. a lot less volume than in the past, but when he's actually getting these opportunities, you know, he's still not like the, the numbers lie. I'll say that people say numbers, yeah, but lie. I didn't the numbers think he do was lie. Playing that that bad, like like he was playing bad, but like not. I, I think that, coach's it, decision bad, but then this kind of leads into my second point here. And the reason that I can, again, pinpoint why this team's so bad, you kind of talked about it there. I think, you know, the answer you just did. It's just sitting right there. You just need to get your third eye out and really work <laughs> through it. But uh, the team, everyone thinks, you know, they overperformed last year. And the reason they overperformed, like a lot of teams that overperform over the years and then find a drop off is the defense. They lived yep. and died through the defense. They've got Tibbs out there, and then they make all these signings and do all these moves for all these offensive players that don't fit Tibbs' system. They don't work out in New York, and then uh, when they start going downhill, then the world explodes because you're in the Mecca. So it's kind yeah. of the situation with Kemba. They got Kemba. Nobody, everybody knew this wasn't probably going to be, uh, you know, a safe signing. And uh, I, I don't know why people are surprised about it. Like again, I, I'm shocked he's not playing. That he's just straight up being DNP'd, but. Uh, yeah. I'm definitely not surprised that he's he's struggling to play on a defensive team, which has been his biggest weakness his entire career, and will continue to do so. Um, yeah. So I, I yeah, I'm not really sure what people expected there, but yeah, and then you make all these other moves. I mean, you know, you got guys like Quickly and Toppin that are getting more minutes, which I love, and I'm a big fan of both of those players. But neither one of them, I find, are that strong of defenders. I mean, great athletes, yeah. and that makes up for a lot of, uh, you know, defensive fundamentals that they lack in. Um, but, yeah, top to bottom, even, like, a guy like Mitchell Robinson, who people, again, you know, if you were just watching the stat sheet, yeah, he, he'll get a lot of rebounds. He'll get some block shots. But when it actually comes to playing good post-defense, he's not that guy. Uh, no, he, he's, he's a classic, He's a classic. like, yeah, puts up three blocks, but they're all kind of flying weak side recoveries yeah, they're not yeah he's like that guy in uh indiana um but oh shut up he's like white side okay just trying to get his 2k rating he's a, yeah he's the 2k goat yeah uh but 
again, yeah, like Derek Rose, another guy who's, uh, you know, he, he hustles hard, but again, never known as, you know, a, like a defensive stopper. Last year, yeah. that was what their entire team was built around. And, and then they're wondering, you know, why, like, oh, well, RJ, or RJ Barrett's not doing well. Yeah, he's Canadian. We all know this. I've said it before, <laughs> as much as I would like them not to be. For some reason, none of them just seem to really care or to have, like, a, you know, make themselves the number one option besides, like, Jamal Murray. And then he plays with Jokic, so he kind of has that to rely on. But uh, enough from that. But it's still, you know, and then it comes right back to, you know, Julius Randle, who is a great defender in his own right. But you can't expect this guy to be all NBA every single year. Even last year when he got that all NBA nod, he honestly probably shouldn't have even gotten it. I think it was more of a storyline pick there. Uh, Like, yes, he had a good case for it, but I think there was other guys that were more deserving that year. Uh, So I think they just need to go back to their roots. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they, uh, because again, they're still sitting around that play in area. So they, yeah. they don't need to, you know, be a top seed. Uh, but if teams are going to be figuring you out and you're not going to be able to hit your shots, then there's no point in just keeping, just running yourself into the ground. You might as well make a change uh, that is easy and cost efficient, like just yeah. changing your minutes and changing the focus point of, uh, you know, your your organization instead of, you know, firing coaches, making trades, doing all this, and then you're going to go back to square one because the Knicks are just coming out of a long, long rebuild, and I don't think that anyone in that organization or their fan base wants to see that come back. No, yeah, of course. And uh, it's, it's, it's funny that, you know, this is happening already. You know, it's, it's not – we're less than halfway in the season, uh, and I just think back to the, the very first Knicks game when they beat Boston in double OT, and we had the famous, uh, you know, bing bong video and, you yeah. know, all that, all the fans going crazy. And, uh, you know, it, it really did seem like that, that team was going to, you know, gel. And, and it, it, like, it, it was funny because, you know, that was the night that uh, Kemba didn't play particularly well, but Fournier hit all those threes. Randall had a yeah. good game. Barrett was doing stuff. So you saw kind of like the, the, the peak of this, this team right away. You thought it'd be able to continue. And um, no, you, you hit the nail on the head that the, the, uh, the defense has just been uh, unbelievably bad, um, you know, and, and they, they, they sacrifice defense and all their, you know, their, their postseason pickups uh, in Fournier and uh, in Walker specifically. And um, yeah, it's just, I, I, I don't know where you go from here because again, they, they were trying to address something that plagued them last year. Like, it's not like, it's not like they did this and there was no sense behind it. Like you saw in the playoffs, they needed the offense too. Like their defense is what got them to that uh, fourth seed, which was, uh, as you said, kind of an, you know, an overachieving kind of thing that they did. No one really thought at the beginning of last season that they could get there. But then in the playoffs, you saw um, their their offensive offensive limitations that Randall was basically shut down because he's very easy to game plan against, very easy to plan for. And if you um, can't score then, against the Hawks, then you got some real trouble. Yeah, well, exactly. And uh, and you know they didn't have anyone else to pick up the slack. And now they've they've picked up the, these offensive guys, you know, hoping they can keep their defensive identity. But it's just it's just falling apart. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there I, I I think that there is you know. I, I, my gut tells me there's a way out of this without having to go back to that sort of tank uh, and rebuild stage. Like you have Barrett, who I still think is going to be a really good player. Um, I just honestly, I don't really believe in Randall that much. And I, mm-hmm. I, I was impressed with what I saw from him last year. So I thought I was maybe, you know, what may, would maybe have my mind changed about that. But I think, you know, depending on what you could get for him, I would maybe think about, uh, 
you know, listening to calls about him because he, you're going to get the most, uh, you know, the, the, the best package for Randall or of anyone on your team, obviously. Like there, there are certain contending teams or teams that want to kind of be pushed over the edge. Uh, I think that that would do it. He's on a, I know, did he get a max deal? Was it technically the max? Yeah, I think so. So he's not on the most, you know, uh, his contract is probably, you know, bigger than uh, someone who would, you know, want to trade for him would, would really want to swallow at the end of the day. But I think someone would maybe do it. And, uh, you know, you could package a few, few other guys here. Like I think uh, we'll get to, to Portland down the line here. I think if I'm the Knicks, I would definitely be making a, a play or sort of waiting uh, for the Dame situation to sort of play out the way that it does. And, um, maybe try and make a run for him. Um, or, you know, because if you're the Knicks, that's one thing you can take advantage of that you are a big market team that mm-hmm. players will want to come and play for, uh, you know, uh, for the most part, Dolan has made that, uh, not as much of a reality. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to go back, back that far to see that, uh, with uh, his Kyrie. You go. Yeah, true. Um, you know, with, with, with Kyrie and Kevin Durant, we thought they were going there, but, uh, they, they went 20 minutes away. Um, instead to the Nets and so you know it hasn't always historically been like that but I think the past two years um, even just you know if if you know it, it's plain to see for anyone just how sort of uh, how much life can be put into that uh, franchise's fan base and how cool it can be to have a even sort of good team in New York um, you know whether it's Zion or whether it's Dame or something I, I think that's the next route you got to take because I don't think this this team has currently constructed um, unless they really turn things around, uh, I, I don't know how far they can get. Um, and, you know, that sucks to say, because well, like, like we had both said, we were pretty high on them early in the season. You a little bit more than me, but um, I, I didn't think it was totally crazy to think that they were yeah. a dark horse, uh, you know, to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Now it, that, that doesn't look uh, like a possibility to me, unfortunately for them. But, no. uh, I, th- but I think yeah. the Bulls kind of ended up doing what I thought the Knicks would be more like. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, you know, you mentioned Portland there. Uh, we're going to shift our attention over to the Trailblazers uh, quickly. Uh, something that, you know, had floated around possibly uh, to happen for the last little while because, you know, they haven't built anything around Dame. Uh, but the Trailblazers fire their general manager, uh, Olshay. Uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to remember his uh, Neil Olshay, pardon me. Yeah, uh, yeah he, he's, he's canned, but... Not really for basketball reasons. Uh, apparently, yeah. uh, you know, there's been an investigation into workplace conduct. Seems like this is happening to almost every single team, uh, which yeah. is kind of sad uh, that the people in power just can't uh, seem to, you know, play nice, play clean. Uh, but uh, the, the, the details are not going to be released. Uh, apparently, the, the, the legal team of the, the, the people who are accusing uh, him of some of this workplace misconduct just want to remain anonymous, which, uh, you know, you uh, respect their choice on that. Um, But we're not even to focus on the fact of what he may or may not have been doing allegedly, uh, you know, in his tenure with the, you know, the organization on the side, Mm -hmm. but from a basketball perspective, it's crazy that it has, it's been this long. Like what moves has he done since drafting Dame? that anyone could be like, wow, yeah, great move by the general manager there. Like Portland, again, that's what we've been saying for so long. And Dame has said himself, like, they haven't done anything to try and build the winning culture there around him. They've just kind of been like, oh, we drafted like a superstar. Uh, I guess we'll just ride on him. Yeah, yeah. The 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 Blazers' offseason moves have been so uh, frustrating for years now. Like, even back to that crazy, the cap spike summer of 2016, 
they signed a few ridiculous people. I don't remember who. I think it was like someone like Alan Crabb. They signed to uh, a, a huge deal. Like the, uh, and a lot of teams fell kind of victim to that. The, I think that was the year the Lakers gave. I think Dang, Dang and Mozgov huge yeah. money and all, all you know. So it, they weren't the only ones to do Probably it. Still getting like, paid. Yeah, exactly. Um, and like dating all the way back to that, and then since then it's just been these little kind of fringe moves. Like, yeah, they got Robert Covington. Um, and they, they made the deal for Nurkic too. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's been nothing to, to write home about. It's just been kind of disappointing and uh, sort of doing the bare minimum to sort of give Blazers fans like a, the slightest bit more hope mm-hmm. uh, year after year. Uh, if, if any, like it was either less hope or, or the slightest bit more um, to sort of, you know, dangle the carrot out in front of this, this, this franchise, uh, you know, making people think that they'll keep taking the, the leap because they have such a great player in Dame. Um, but uh, yeah, like I, I, I don't know what to say. And I'm at the point, uh, you know, especially with this going down now, like there was already so much with the Blazers season that was just strange and, and uh, you know, seemingly not going well all the way back to the off season when blame better blame Dame made yeah. the comments um about uh how you know the team wasn't good enough uh you know he was saying you know everyone knows this isn't like a, a championship level team to the uh whole thing with the chauncey billups hire um and then now this uh and not to mention that the blazers have been struggling like hell uh to start this season yeah. um i'm gonna you know i'm gonna do a little jordan's rant uh and it's gonna be another solemn rant like you've done before nice. it, it, I, i'm 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 begging for it now please let dame leave Someone, yeah. someone trade Dame Willard. Well, I think you're the, not going to talk himself. about this Dame trade more than anyone in the media. I, I need it. I need it. I need it to happen. Okay. <laughs> I think it would be I, nice. I, Give him a change of scenery. Like he's never going to leave. It's like you're in, it's, it's like you're in a relationship with someone and, and you know, it's unhealthy and you know, it's bad, but you're the only one who can see it. The other person's never going to, uh, you know, the, the other person's going to never pull the trigger. That That's what's happening here. Uh, and the Blazers need to be the bigger person and, yeah. and let Dame go because, um, he, 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 nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change in Portland, uh, anytime soon. They don't have any, and we've talked about this before. They don't have any, uh, steps that they can take to immediately make this team better. It's going to take so much time and it'll probably take, especially when you're a small market to really build yourself back up, uh, whether you like it or not, uh, going, uh, and getting yourself back in the lottery and, and drafting, uh, you know, hoping to draft a good player and you should not make Dame, uh, you know, hang around for that. And I think they know that. And I think that that's why they're, they've been so kind of content being middle of the pack. Cause they're like, as long as we don't tank, we're going to keep Dame, but we're also not going to spend enough or, you know, be as sort of brave to trade away someone like, you know, CJ and, and really make a move to get up to the top. Sure. Um, so it, it's done, please, please make it end. I don't care who you trade him for. It could be Ben Simmons, trade him to the Knicks, trade him to God. I don't, I don't know where else. Those are the two big ones that come to mind, but, um, I, I just need it to happen because yeah. like, and even for Dame, like all the old, all the old buddies, uh, they're, they're all leaving you, Carmelo. I know he wasn't there for long, but the excitement of him, he's not there anymore. Terry Stotts, the coach that you loved, you know, I know you're, you're, you're wanting to give Chauncey a, you know, a, a, a go here in his first season as head coach, but Terry Stotts is gone from the old, you know, the, the fun, the fun blazer days when you, you get hit big, that shot big against the Rockets. Zeller, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge, he's, he's not there anymore. Like 
just just move on please yeah. uh, and and unfortunately dame's not going to be the one to do it himself but but get him out of there that that's the biggest thing i saw when i thought when i saw this Olshay report um you know that he you know the, the toxic work environment whatever i'm like okay this is the last straw please get yeah. damian lillard anywhere else yeah well i mean uh just before i said i don't want to forget do you see cody zeller he's been wearing a mask he looks like an absolute badass he dunked it turns around and i'm like okay yeah i'm getting miami lebron vibes right now zeller you, oh, yeah. you big dog uh but uh yeah again i think that this was it's it's kind of laughable that you know it because again it's rightfully you know deserved for him to be fired uh if these allegations that are coming out uh, are going to stand true uh but it's i was what i was going to get at there is it's laughable that this is what it's come to that it's not basketball related. So if this didn't happen, he'd still be have he'd still have his job. He'd still be working in the organization and doing absolutely nothing, wasting away Dame's career, like you're saying. And it's a, uh, it's just I think that this is something that happens in the sports world. And people always talk about the coaching carousel. Uh, well, people don't talk about how you know if you're uh, in management in uh, a lot of professional sports, you'll forget that these people just they just alternate through front offices and they stay in jobs yeah. probably four to five years longer than they should. Uh, and again, God forbid your team wins a championship. And then no matter what, you can pretty much never move on from anybody that was a part of that or else it's like, Oh, well you don't care about culture. And it's like, okay, sure. That, that's, that's the problem. Uh, yeah. So it's, I, I'm not, I, I don't know where the Blazers need to go from here. Uh, and again, we've talked about them before, but uh, you know, I, I, props to Dame for never really going in, you know, he's given his public opinion, but you know, never being disrespectful about it. If I was him, I'd be out there right pissed. Like I don't, there's not yeah. really anything else that he can do. He's said, he's not really that happy. The team isn't put together for him. He's not getting any younger. Uh, so for the trailblazers, I don't know what else they can really do to bounce back at this point. Uh, again, like they're, they're, they're fighting right now. Like there's a good chance they can make the playoffs, but there's really not anything for them in the playoffs. They're going to get knocked off by the sons of the warriors pretty quickly. They might be able to put up a bit of a fight because they match up well against those two teams of those stand as the top two teams. But again, if they match up with like a team like Utah, that's their worst nightmare. Then they're getting killed. Um, So I, I, I don't know if maybe this change in the front office will help things by the trade deadline. Maybe God, I hope so. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't hold your breath to see anything quickly. It's going to take some time to add, like, you know, uh, climatize, uh, for yeah. whoever the new hire is, uh, cause as a recording list, uh, nobody uh, is a full-time replacement, uh, yeah. to, to our knowledge at least. So, uh, interesting move, uh, probably for the best. So sayonara to, uh, Al Shea and, uh, you know, pack your bags. We're, we're going home and, uh, hopefully better things on the horizon for the trailblazers. Uh, moving on though, a team that has been downright awful, but really turning things around lately. We were talking about how they were on pace to be the worst team in NBA history. Now, not even the worst team in their conference getting another win tonight. That's six straight wins for the Houston Rockets. What the hell is going on with those guys? They're really off for liftoff here. Seven and 16. Uh, it's, they haven't had the best competition. I mean, uh, in that, uh, that six game win streak, uh, Wait, 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 Matt, Matt, but do you know do you, who did they beat today? Can you can you just say it? I just want to hear it. Oh, it doesn't matter if they beat the Pelicans, man. I'm I I've I've resulted I I've come to grips that the result of this bet, I'm just gonna send you my last fifty dollars and then slip away into nothingness uh, Perfect. for the rest of my life. But uh, 
the top, the first two wins to start this win streak were legit. I mean, they got the close win over the, uh, the bulls, a really tight one over the Hornets. And then they beat the thunder who, uh, again, the Grizzlies 73 points need we say more, uh, then the thunder again, Grizzlies 73 points. May I say more, uh, then the magic by two points. So that was kind of the toilet bowl there. Uh, and then they, uh, they edge out the Pelicans tonight by 10 points. So yeah, Looking at it, they, they've got the, the the Nets on Wednesday is their next game. So if they can beat them somehow, then I don't know. Maybe the Rockets are uh, they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, so, but, but it's it's interesting to see some of the uh, the emergence here because they didn't make any moves. There hasn't really been any changes in uh, you know uh, their play style. Uh, it's just kind of starting to come together. Some of these guys starting to mesh. Uh, I, I definitely think that uh, there's been some excellent play from Kevin Porter. Uh, junior KPJ yep. has been doing uh, doing his thing. Uh, obviously, getting that triple double. I don't like that. I'm sure you saw that clip. Don't. Yeah, that was. Let them, let them get it legit. Like that's some stupid stuff. Like it's like uh, I'm trying. I'm blanking on the name of the player. Um, uh, he, he uh, Russell like, Westbrook. <laughs> well, yeah, Russell Westbrook every single game. Yeah. Um, but there was a player that one time he was missing. He had one, he needed one rebound to get a triple double. And uh, so at the very end of the game, he put up like a, a shot, just like straight off the backboard, like to himself, oh. like, like just right underneath the basket. And then technically that counted as a rebound for him. So then he oh got the triple God. double and people were like, that doesn't count. And he's like, well, I needed to get it. So uh, that's kind of yeah. how I felt with that, the whole everyone clearing the like Moses parting the Red Sea so that Kevin Porter Jr. can get this weird rebound and almost stumble out of bounds. But uh, yeah. again, it's working at least. It seems like the camaraderie of the, this young team. Christian Wood has really picked up his play. He was struggling yep, yep, to start off. Uh, but yeah, Christian Wood, uh, really a catalyst for change so far. I mean, what have your takeaways been? Deshaun Tate also has uh, been been on a bit of a roll in this uh, this win streak so far. Yeah, Deshaun Tate for sure I want to shout out. But uh, you know who they haven't had for this this entire win streak except for the first one? What's up? Jalen Green. Interesting. And I I don't know if this is some sort of uh, coincidence, but uh, you know the first the first uh, part of the season uh, when the Rockets were on pace to be the worst team ever, yep. um, uh, they had Jalen Green, and now you know he goes down with with a, a minor injury. As far as I know, I don't think it's anything serious, but um, he hasn't been playing, um, and, and they win. And now I'm not trying to you know I'm not trying to condemn him. I I don't think it's um, you know fully attributable to him, but I think it's just the classic. Uh, kind of you know situation where you have the the young gun who's just kind of firing away and doesn't know how to be efficient yet um, yeah. and then you know when he's out of the lineup and not taking all the shots you can actually sort of use all your guys and uh, you know play more team oriented ball and actually win some games so you know I'm not I'm not saying he's he's you know I'm not yeah trying to not trying to indict him or, or make it seem like it's his fault but I do think um, that's not really a coincidence that they've been playing this well with him out um, and yeah, I think it's been kind of a result of them getting their sort of older guys to buy in. Like Eric mm -hmm. Gordon's been playing for them and, and playing pretty well. He had 23 points today, uh, Sunday against the, uh, the Pelicans. Um, and, and Christian Wood, like you said, at 23 as well today. And then those are two guys who, you know, are not going to be part of the Rockets long-term sort of future plans. Um, so, you know, they're, they're, they're here with, with the Rockets for now, but are, are, are helping them win. And, uh, Jay Sean Tate, I think he had 32 the other night uh, in one yeah, of their he, games. He, was going like he's, off. he he's playing really well, and he's a very interesting young young player. Um, and Shangun doing some of the weirdest shit on the basketball court <laughs> I've ever seen. 
he is such an interesting guy. He's kind of taken the place for me that Poku, uh, I, I thought Poku was yeah. going to occupy as this kind of this tall, tall European skilled guy who does weird ass shit and is, has this kind of irrational confidence. Looks um, a little I, less weird than Poku though. So it's kind of, oh, uh, yeah, not yeah. Fun. yeah, for sure. Um, but, uh, and you know, the, the still, you know, the, the sort of outlook for Houston is, is not going to be great. They're still going to be a lottery team, but um, it's kind of fun to see them winning a little bit. Uh, and I think I saw, did you see this, that John Wall is actually thinking about playing now? Yep. Like it, it sounds like he's going to actually come back um, and, and, and play, even though they're still going to probably look to trade him. Um, but, you know, I'd, I'd like to see that team. And I, I don't know if you remember way back at the beginning of the, uh, I, I think it's back in our preview pod or our big long two hour preview pod. Like I was looking at this team, you know, and, and thinking about if everyone was healthy and they were actually trying to sort of maximize their potential to have John Wall and Eric Gordon and Christian Wood and even someone like Daniel Tice and then all their young guys, like mm-hmm. they could actually be okay. Like, like they could actually be a team that, that could compete. So I'm, I'm interested to see if, um, or sort of when John Wall comes back, how motivated he is to, uh, you know, whether that's to sort of drive up his stock or get reps back in, you know, who knows, like how motivated he is to play well. And if they can keep those, those older guys like Gordon and Wood um, and House sort of all sort of locked in to play. Um, and then, I don't know, this, this team could get sort of interesting, which is crazy to say because, uh, yeah, last time we talked about them, they were sitting at one win and, and yeah. yeah, on track to be the worst team ever. So, you know, props to them. And I'm, I'm happy for Steven Silas, like the, the who, mm-hmm. who got the, the head coaching job uh, after D'Antoni left um, and got handed one of the craziest situations ever uh, with the James Harden year where, where he, uh, you know, the beginning of last year where he was just kind of being an asshole and eventually got out of there. And then, um, you know, he's, he's as a first time head coach has to deal with a lot of crap. Um, and so I'm happy for him that he's getting some, some wins under his belt here. Yeah. And it's, again, as you say, like it's, I actually want to go back. I mean, that j- just to touch on the Josh green take there. I think that, that you, you're Jaylen, nailing it Jaylen. there. Jalen green. I, I was, I was thinking in my head. I'm like, don't say Josh green. That's the wrong <laughs> name. Yeah. Jalen green. Pardon me. Uh, yeah. He's, he's just, I, I watched those games. Cause again, I was expecting the Rockets to suck. Uh, yeah. but I did, I thought at least it'd be fun to watch. That was ugly basketball. It's not yeah. fun watching, uh, Jalen green do all these stupid shots and crazy layup attempts. Like, yeah, he definitely, he's got the confidence. I'll give him that. And I know that the Rockets, uh, you know, staffed, uh, an organization pretty much said, go out there and do whatever you want. Like you're the yeah. franchise guy, but I mean, we've seen plenty of busts at the number two pick and I'm not going to put that label on him. It's way too early to tell. Um, yeah. but you know, someone's got to sit him down and say, okay, you can still get your shots, but do this in the right way. Cause right now he's just hurting his team. But again, that's the catch 22 without him. Maybe you're winning some more games. Cause uh, these guys who really do want to be successful are trying to boost their stock or just, you know, they're playing hard as a team and that's resulting yeah. in the success. Uh, so the catch 22 is you don't have Jalen green developing, you're getting the wins, but you'd rather have Jalen green try and develop. If you're going to put all the stock and all this investment into him, and then lose yeah. so that you can get top picks. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's hard. Cause again, as a fan, when you're watching a team, your team tanking, it's, you know, the whole time you kind of have to grit your teeth and just be like, Hey, it's for the future. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. And then you just, again, maybe you'll be like the Knicks. It never does get better. You end up yeah. losing at home court. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a fine line to walk here. Uh, but if the Rockets really did 
want to make a push. And I've said this before, and I, and I know you feel the same. If you want to get good experience for your young players, start winning games, get into high yeah. pressure games and let them know what it's like to, to be a real professional. Uh, and if they can get even into the bubble uh, or the, uh, the play in tournament, I'm still going to call it the bubble, the, the play in yeah. tournament there. Uh, I mean, they're going to, they're going to have a good, they, they could have a chance. I mean, it's not impossible. They're only a few games behind uh, as it sits right now. If they can keep this win streak going up, they can catch up quickly. And John yeah. wall, even though again, not the most efficient player anymore, definitely lost a bit of a step. His outside jump shots never really developed, but he can definitely help your team, especially on the defensive end. Uh, yeah. And then when he's on the court with, uh, with, with, uh, with Jalen green, he can teach him a thing or two. I mean, he's a veteran yeah. player. You got to use those vets. You can't just have a team of young players because they're never going to develop. That's why the thunder keeps sucking. They've never, they, they had one year of Chris Paul and they just kind of hoped it would just rub off there. And then now yeah. SGA would be able to teach everyone, but the guy's like 23 years old. So I don't know what the hell, what they're thinking there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that's kind of my take on it. I would love to see John wall back. Uh, I've done the John wall on the podcast before. Uh, I'm not afraid yeah. to do it again. And I'll probably do it in the future. Um, but uh, it, they, they got to get him back on the court. He's trying to boost his stock. I don't think anyone is going to trade for him on this current deal ever. Uh, unless he just starts going absolutely yeah. insane when he does return to the court, hopefully soon. Um, yeah. But yeah, that contract's a little bit wild. Uh, but you know, get props to the Rockets for actually sticking this out and they're turning the corner here. And uh, I'm I'm loving seeing it. Uh, it's a new era uh, for for Houston. And you know, I think that there's going to be some feeling out process here. And I think this year they can really kind of look around at the young players and see who's working and who's not. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, I do totally agree. They, they, um, you know, if, if, if you do believe in, in Jalen green, and even if you believe in Jalen green and Kevin Porter jr together and, you know, having Shangun, then yeah, go ahead and, 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 and do start winning, uh, you know, as much as you can. Um, I, I personally don't think they would be there yet. I think this is one of the situations where I would say, you know, tank, especially, uh, cause you have, uh, you know, green who, is, is a shooting guard and, and going to play that position his whole career. You can get uh, what's his name, Holgren or, or Ben Churro. Uh, you yeah. know, if you can get one aim for one of those two guys, then I think this sort of situation with those two, uh, you know, players that are going to be available paired with J- Jalen green and the fact that you're not going to be that good anyway. Uh, I, you know, I, I would, I would get down there, um, but it is kind of a catch 22 because you don't want to, you know, develop a, a losing culture for, you know, indefinitely. Uh, I, I don't think it helps guys. Um, you know, in the long run. So, you know, do that if you must, but, you know, beware, cause that can kind of really fuck up the trajectory of your team. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think, you know, if, if they wanted to go the route of, of winning, they, they could just throw all these guys out there um, and, you know, sort of give their best effort, put, put, put their sort of best foot forward and, and actually win some games um, because, you know, the, the, the way they've been doing this, you know, the, the past few games, the six game win streak, you insert, John Wall in there and Jalen Green, if he can yep. kind of tone it down a little bit, um, you know that's that's a pretty that's a pretty good uh, formula to to win some more games. Um, and you can certainly pick on sort of the, the bottom feeders and make it interesting against the the middle of the pack in the league. They 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 certainly don't lack kind of you know flashiness and and flair and athleticism. Um, you know, depending on how how athletic John Wall looks when he gets back. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm 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 pleasantly surprised with what I'm seeing from the Rockets and, you know, signs of life, uh, even if it is uh, a measly kind of six game win streak in November slash uh, December, um, you know, when you're, you're a team like the Rockets where they are in their, their sort of stage of the rebuild, that's, that's something to be, be happy about and, and look forward to. And, 
Definitely. Yeah, guys like guys like Shangun kind of balling out here, and Jay Sean Tate. Um, you know, it's they, they they've got some good young young pieces, and I think um, uh, if I was them, this was and I you know if all things go right, you you if you're a Rockets fan, you want to knock on wood for sure, and you know you don't want to especially with kind of the flattened draft odds, you don't want to just assume you're going to get one of those top two guys, the, the Holmgren or, or Venturo. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you were to get one of those two guys, uh, I think that would set this, this franchise up uh, for, for a long time to come. I think that would be sort of amazing talent to have and at a bunch of different positions between Tate and Shangun and Green and one of those two guys moving forward. Uh, that's, that's a hell of a sort of roster of, of young, talented players uh, you know, prospects with a lot of potential. Um, so, you know, I, as much as, you know, it was bad looking bad there at the beginning of the year, uh, not too much of a surprise, but it was look, kind of looking kind of grim. Uh, it's good to see some signs of life uh, in, in Houston. Yeah, definitely. And uh, funny enough, uh, a team that we were talking about uh, last week, and uh, I had said, you know, I, I thought maybe they'd fall out of the playoff race completely and this would really hurt them, but um john morant going down with the big knee injury we knew he was going to miss uh close to about a month and now we have the grizzlies on a winning streak yep. uh i'm not really sure how how this has happened they're sitting currently fourth in the western conference on a, on a nice four game win streak and they're winning against some pretty decent competition i mean yesterday night or as recording this this is uh referring to saturday uh beating the mavericks who are kind of down and out a little bit themselves right now uh, but a nice win there. Obviously, without John Morant, they, as I mentioned earlier, the 73-point victory, uh, largest uh, margin of victory ever uh, in the NBA history against uh, the Thunder there, uh, beating the Raptors in a, you know, a back-and-forth game, uh, and then a dub over a team that we're legally not allowed to talk about. Um, <laughs> but that's uh, you know, not the most impressive four-game win streak out there, but still, they're winning these games where – you without your top player this roster you don't think that they'd be able to do it but a guy that we kind of were crit, like criticizing and you know analyzing not thinking he'd be able to step up but jaron jackson jr has been balling out and really helping his team out here uh as yep. well as the uh the canuck dylan brooks i mean jordan what have you seen so far from the grizzlies in this win streak and uh do you think this is legit i mean they've got the heat coming up next and that'll be a real test if uh you know they're they're able to feel the full team there i know they've uh, been dealing with some injuries there in miami for sure and it's uh you know not not the same situation at all but uh you know we were just talking about jalen green being out and then you know the houston doing better than you would expect and i think sometimes when you lose a guy that's the biggest sort of focus of your offense and you have this situation where there's a bit of a vacuum um, and you kind of spread the ball around and the other team doesn't really know where the sort of attack is going to come from. You can take advantage of that and sort of balance, balance out the scoring, balance out the, you know, the, 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 where the points are coming from. It's, it's much harder to game plan against that than just one guy that, you know, if you shut him down, then you're, you're sort of good to go. And I think both of these sort of situations for for each of these teams, uh, they've kind of taken advantage of that. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the opposite, though, of what I thought would happen to Memphis because they were already having a kind of shaky season with John Morant. And uh, to lose a guy who's so explosive and so important to them, you, you'd think they'd, they'd be losing, uh, you know, be on a big losing streak yeah. uh, here rather than, you know, playing really well. And shout out a guy, Desmond Bain. He had 29 points um, against the – who was it? Who did they play? The, uh, against the Mavericks, like you said. Um, you know, can, a guy who can really shoot the ball well. 
Um, and uh, a guy who I, I wasn't sure where he would fall or sort of what his uh, ceiling was in the NBA, but a guy who looks like he's going to have a, a, a decently long career uh, and, you know, is, is uh, a great guy to have next to John Morant sort of going forward. Um, and you said it too, Jaron Jackson Jr. is stepping up and showing why, you know, ev everyone kind of believed in the potential that he had. And he's playing well next to Steven Adams, uh, which is great. You know, uh, like we both said, Valanchunas, we thought was a really good fit there. And Adams, not so much, but he does bring, uh, you know, what he's always brought in the NBA in terms of a, a big body, sets good screens, rebounds the ball, plays good defense. Yeah. Um, and and Dylan Brooks ha ha has been really good for them, too, like you said. Like, he, he's a guy who really competes on defense and is helping them um, get from one of the worst defenses in the, the NBA, uh, which the Grizzlies were earlier on, um, to, to a sort of more respectable standing there. And certainly over the last few games, their defense has, has been much improved uh, because he is such a, such a ball hawk. He plays with so much intensity and uh, take, really takes away from what other sort of wing players on opposing teams are, are trying to do. Um, and then, you know, off the bench, you've got guys like Melton and Tillman and Conchar uh, and, you know, uh, uh, other guys, uh, Culver hasn't been playing recently, but you know, he, 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 I'm sure will get some play down the road, down the line, depending how long, uh, Morant is out here after but, they got uh, him for pretty much a bag of chips. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, you know, he, he's kind of had a rough start to his career for sure, but, uh, you know, he, he's still young and, and can show some things down the line. I, 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 I do believe that, uh, though I'm not the biggest Culver fan, but you know, they, they've, they've got some guys who can do some things and, Tyus Jones has stepped up a little bit here in Morant's absence. So, um, you know, it, it's good. I, I think this is a little bit of uh, kind of fool's gold, you know, uh, like I kind of mentioned before, uh, when, you, when you lose a star player, uh, kind of the, the other teams that, it, that you're playing against, it, it's harder for them to game plan against you and you can kind of catch them um, unawares, uh, you know, sometimes when in a situation like this. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think if Morant's out for an extended period of time, they are going to kind of, struggle especially against the better teams in the nba to to put up points um and to defend but uh you know good for them and, and hopefully they can keep this up because they've got a lot of young kind of players trying to prove themselves in this league and uh you know if jaron jackson can sort of step up and sort of uh you know break out during this stretch with morant out then i'll believe in you know the 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 grizzlies even more because uh, when you get those two guys back playing together um, you know, you can see the sort of ceiling of this team raised a little bit, but uh, I've got to see more from the Grizzlies though, before I, you know, really, really believe in them. Uh, Sans Morant, because, you know, he, he, he's the biggest part of this team. He's the engine. And mm. if they're going to go anywhere, uh, ultimately, I, I think it's going to be on his shoulders, but you know, good, good for them for now. Yeah, most certainly. And, and another guy that I want to shout out on the Grizzlies, uh, is performing, awesome i mean he's, he's he's shooting absolutely lights out putting up some crazy numbers desmond bain yeah. desmond desmond my name is desmond bain ah <laughs> batman yeah i job my answer down with a knee injury i'm here to help uh Very yeah good. desmond bain has been uh really putting the team on his back uh, a little bit uh at times when he when they really trust him to just start producing offensively for them uh you know, still yeah. developing on uh, the defensive side of the ball, but again, uh, a, a sneaky athlete, I would say. Uh, a lot of yes. times, people don't see uh, shooters as being that athletic, but uh, I mean, he's very quick. He's got some uh, some light feet, so he's able to move around the court very well. Uh, a lot, a lot of agility there for him. Uh, but yeah, I, I love Desmond Bain. 
Uh, I think he's kind of a, a player that you could plug in on any team, no matter what system they run, and he would be successful. Uh, yeah. I think he's he's just that good. Uh, not that he's going to be taking over and he's going to be, uh, you know, a number one scoring option every single night, but just someone that you can rely on, you know, knock down the open shots, make the nice pass, and play some solid defense to help out the team. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think that, again, I think uh, there's a couple other guys in the Grizzlies that uh, you had mentioned earlier there that are just, you know, good professionals that can play their role and hold it down. And uh, they're able to, you know, get the wins over the teams that they should beat. And uh, we'll see how they, how they, again, they, how they match up with the heat. Uh, but it's, uh, it's looking like the Grizzlies might actually be able to, to help out. And then when their star John Morant comes back, hopefully fully healthy and ready to go uh, in a couple of weeks from now, they'll be sitting up in the top five of the conference for the West. And uh, who knows, maybe the, Maybe the Grizzlies uh, surprise us as well. I mean, uh, what would, how, how crazy would it be if this season, uh, the season ends and the top three seeds in the West are uh, the Grizzlies, the Suns, and the Warriors? Obviously not necessarily in that order. Yeah, no, that, that'd be insane. And I, I really didn't see this coming because I, uh, you know, we, when we talked about the Grizzlies before, we've just talked about how we didn't really like their offseason additions and they've, mm-hmm. they've just kind of been underwhelming and that they're just – my biggest problem with them is that they're just too young. Like they, they have good players, but they need some, some veterans in there. If they're going to actually, you know, uh, make any noise uh, in the playoffs or even win enough regular season games to get good seating in the playoffs. But, you know, if they can keep this up and sort of take advantage of everyone else's struggles, or, you know, you look down the line in the West, you know, the Mavs are doing worse than you thought. The Lakers obviously doing worse than you thought. The yeah. Nuggets, the Blazers, like all these teams who are really, you know, who, who we thought at the beginning of the year could, could be pretty good or, or, you know, really good and, and are just not doing well uh, at all. Even a team like the Clippers uh, that Memphis has now kind of leapfrogged in the standings. Like if, if they can take advantage of that, and I think they're really primed to do so. That is one thing about youth uh, that you can't underestimate is how, uh, you know, they'll play hard for an entire regular season. They don't care. They don't care about resting their bodies. They don't care about sort of, you know, doing the sort of forward looking thing and sort of saving themselves for the playoffs whether or not it's the smart thing to do or not like young players they have all the energy in the world they can they're just going to go um and and you know they're going to win on on pure heart and 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 hustle and you know john morant is the embodiment of that of a guy who just doesn't take any playoff uh plays so hard and so fast and if uh you know the grizzlies can take advantage of yeah the 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 weakened west that is below them and get a good you know, playoff seed. I, I don't think ultimately they're going to make any noise in the playoffs because uh, like I said, I think they're too young, but yep. um, that is one thing that their youth can kind of give them uh, the edge on, uh, you know, if it's anything and that's sort of winning regular season games just by, you know, sheer will and, you know, athleticism and all the things that youth brings. So, you know, if they want to do that for this year, all the power to them, I think that's great because like, like we've talked about before, I, I don't really think that, you know, they need to, uh, get down to the lottery again to, to really improve their team. I don't think that's where the next logical step if I was them would be because you've, if you've got Morant uh, and you've got Jackson and even someone like Bain who, you know, he made the all rookie team last year um, and is a guy, especially like you were saying uh, this year who can really shoot it, uh, you know, tries his best on defense um, and is still really young. He kind of fits the timeline. You, you, you got a few guys like that. If you, ship out some other people, you know, maybe, maybe people you, you wouldn't necessarily want to, but you know, if you have to move off Dylan Brooks, maybe you do, uh, you know, whoever it has to be here um, and to, to inject some veteran presence on this team, then maybe, you know, down the line next year, a couple years from now, um, that's kind of how you 
you know, move the needle forward. Sure. Um, and, and I, and I think that's kind of their, their blueprint blueprint, uh, you know, going forward. But uh, th- this year, uh, for sure, if they can, if they can do this and sort of keep the ship afloat uh, and just kind of hover here between the four and six range in the West with Morant out, then I think they can definitely, uh, you know, by the time he comes back through the all-star break, second half of the season, bring this thing home and sort of, you know, out, outperform expectations. Um, I, I think that's definitely a possibility. Um, but I, I think the reason I didn't really see that happening earlier in the season is because I thought the West had too many good teams, but it turns Doesn't out the West <laughs> has, it turns out the West has too many uh, confounding weird um, ultimately not going to be that good teams in the regular season. So yeah, uh, if, if the Grizzlies were ever going to have a chance to have kind of a magical regular season run, uh, it's definitely this year. So, so I, I say if I was them, just go for it. Well, and with all that talk, Jordan, uh, let's cut the bull and let's get right into the trivia, man. That's what everyone Woo! comes here for on the, our, our Monday pods. Uh, obviously, we've been going back and forth. Still don't have that tally for you guys, uh, but whatever. <laughs> if you want the the tally, someone can go back and uh, count it up. Eventually, we're, we're going to do it. I promise. Eventually. I'm not going to yeah. put a date on it, but eventually. Uh, but Jordan, you got some trivia for me today. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to hand the reins over to you, uh, and you just start to firing them out on me and, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to knock them out of the park as per usual. Well, we'll see. Uh, I think, you know, sometimes you do well, sometimes you do God awful. So, you know, it's like, evens uh, out. it's like that high school musical song, stick to the status quo. This is what I do. Yeah. Yeah. You, I'm, I'm glad you made that reference. Um, I, I didn't know you were a high school musical guy. I'm glad I'm to not. know that you 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 weren't okay because I have I've, only, the, uh, I've only seen the movies once and I didn't even see the third one, so I've only seen the first oh, and the second. The third one. one's the third one's pretty good. Uh, the third one mm-hmm. is good. Oh, I did watch the basketball scene. I know it's been kind of going viral. This guy commentated over. That was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did think that was stupid. Uh, it's like why would Zach Efron pass that shot up? Come on. <laughs> uh, well, good, get your head in the game, Matt, uh, because the, the these are pretty good. I, I think I, I have a good sort of mix of uh hard to to ones that you you should get nice uh, but we'll see so i kind of i was thinking about what type of trivia to to do today but i kind of based it each question off of a topic we covered uh today to sort of keep things relevant nice. um so we talked about the rockets earlier i want you to tell me how many times in the entire history of the rockets franchise have they made the finals Ooh. um oh. and you will get a bonus point actually let's do it you'll get half a bonus point for every uh year that they've done it too for the year give me a number give me a number first and you'll get either a point or not Um, but if you get it right you'll have a chance at the bonus points if not sure so obviously 94 95 going back to back between the the bulls three peats uh that one's there oh but that's brutal i don't they never got to the finals in the two, like any time after that. I don't think they've been to the finals since. Uh, obviously, a couple tough, tough goes there. Uh, they almost made it with Chris Paul and James Harden uh, back in the day with Barkley and Pippen. I know they kind of tried to get something going, uh, but they, never the finals. And then if, then if we go into early history, I don't think that they have a big history of success. Maybe there's like, some year in like the eighties or late seventies. I don't know about that. They went to the finals, but I'm just going to stick with what I know. And I'm going to go with uh, two finals appearances, 1994 and 
wrong, Matt. I mean, they did yeah. make it those two years, but wrong. They made it two other times in the 80s. Really? Once, okay, yeah, there once, you go. once in 81 and once in 86. In 86, they played the uh, the Celtics, and that was uh, Olajuwon's third year, I guess, because he was in the Jordan draft, or maybe second year. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. 84. 84 draft, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the Celtics obviously won. Um, they, they didn't win in 81 or 86. They've, they've just yeah. got the – as far as I know. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> they yeah. They didn't win in oh, 86. No, they, they didn't win in 86 because the Celtics won. I think the Celtics beat them in 81 too. Yeah, they did. They did because Larry Bird was on both of those teams. Um, so, yeah, the Celtics got them both times back uh, in the 80s, um, but they did make it four times. Um, Rudy so, Tomjanovich there? I feel like that's a, that's a rocket. Yeah. Song. Yeah, well, I think he was the Tomcat. coach one. Yeah, I think he was the coach when they won the two, uh, four and five. I could be mistaken, but uh, anyway, 94 and 95. But uh, yeah, they, they, they made it twice in the 80s too. So Interesting. Uh, well, know, good for the 80s, man. Good for the 80s. They're probably listening to uh, ABBA and uh, just having a good time in the locker room. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, oh, and I totally forgot to mention this. You, to- you spoke about one of the trivia questions uh, that I was going to give you. You literally said it out loud. I think that's the problem with making them about uh, the topics we're going to discuss because sure, uh, yeah. likely you're going to have researched this. Um, but you, you get a free point because I was going to ask you, the, uh, I, the preamble was Kemba is averaging the lowest points per game of his career, but what is he averaging the uh, highest? What, what, what's oh, is the highest of his career? <laughs> Uh, nice. Three point percentage. So you got it. You got your free point. You, you yeah. asked it yourself the question and you answered it. So I'm so about to go beast one. mode. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, that one's a, a freebie for you. This is a little points of Palooza, I guess. Um, oh, so yeah. uh, next one, we're, we talked about the Grizzlies. We just finished up on them. Um, and I would like you to tell me who the top five leading scorers in Grizzlies franchise history are. Okay. And that technically goes back to the uh, the Vancouver Grizzlies. Okay, yeah. Um, so since 95. Big Country uh, Reeves, <laughs> number one. Um, well, number one, uh, I believe for a fact, is Pau Gasol. Um, and then I'm going to say Mike Conley's got to probably be up there. Just being – he's not obviously a big scorer, but I, I think Mike Conley's in the top five. Part of me wants to say Marcus Sol. Don't think he scores enough to be in the Grizzlies top five. I actually think John Morant might already be in the top five. I'm just going to throw his name in there. I think he might already be in there. So uh, wait, wait. Tell me who you officially have. So I got Pow. I got Conley. Yeah. I got Jaw. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. I it wouldn't be Zebo. Not long enough. Uh, Mike Miller was the truth uh, back then. His young gun days. Uh, I think John Morant finally, you know, broke the record he used to have. I think he he was like the only that was the only team. That would have been a good trivia question. I'll give it to you for free here. Uh, at one <laughs> point, the Grizzlies were the only team that their uh, the record for game high was less than fifty points. It was like forty eight by Mike Miller. Oh Jesus! Um, yeah, it makes sense. But oh man, trying to think. I, I'm sure there's somebody that I'm missing here. Like I don't think like Bibby or Sharif Abdul Rahim. I I know what. Oh man, that's tough. I'm gonna go with both those guys, Shreve Abdurahim and Mike Bibby is my last five. A lot of point guards in there, so probably not gonna happen. <laughs> uh, so you've got, I believe, two out of five right. I think you overthought this one, uh, and under under 
sort of underappreciated how good the grit and grind grizzlies were matt oh, it's all grit and grind enough. grizzly guys no not not shane and not tony allen uh unfortunately no it's uh and the parsons the the top five in order mike conley marcus all zach randolph pal gasol rudy gay marcus all did make it in rudy gay's yeah, top did. five yeah he yeah. played what three seasons four seasons for them yeah he didn't play that much but when he put when he played he scored Wild. He he, he 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 really put on his uh, scoring cap. Um, I was gonna give you like half a point for each one you got right, so you, you still get a point. You get nice, a point. cool. I'll take that. I'll uh, take that. the order's all out of whack, but uh, yeah, Mike Conley, Marcus Saul, um, and yeah, Marcus Saul. Obviously, like you said, not much of a score, but he was just there for so yeah. long. I guess his his points added up, and then Zach Randolph, all the uh twenty and ten games, I guess, uh, added up over time as well. Uh, Pau Gasol, he's only that fourth Pau. Uh, although you know he I didn't could have actually... sworn that he was number one all time. I, I don't know what where I, I'm thinking that, but I could have sworn well, he would have been for the longest time. But yeah, uh, interesting. Um, and then Rudy Gay uh, at number five, which is yeah, kind of a. I, I was a little bit surprised by this as well. No, okay. not Rudy Gay, not this guy. <laughs> Rudy Gay, man. You <laughs> if you guys have never seen that video, uh, it's a Raptors fan <laughs> courtside uh, getting mad, knowing Rudy Gay uh, was about to hit a buzzer beater on him. I love that video. Every time I watch it, I, I, I die. But but how happy would that fan have been when uh, Rudy Gay ultimately got oh, yeah. traded to the Raptors? Been he like been me. Out. Yeah. <laughs> um anyway okay that's that's my grizz question now moving on to our next team we talked about uh the blazers this is another throwback question we'll, we'll see if you can get this i would not have known this um so good luck with this one matt so Thank the you. blazers um not sure if you even know this but they have one championship in their history 1977 yep. bill walton yeah uh you know the classic kind of the peak of bill walton's powers as a player uh probably the best player in the league that year and uh was one of the best kind of all-around centers uh, we've ever had um, and that that was kind of his crowning achievement um, but can you name one single other player on that Blazers team from 1977 the championship winning I've named one player just one just one and it can't be Bill Walton sorry, Matt. <laughs> one player oh my goodness um... I will give you a hint I will give you a hint because it's really not fair 77 you said 77 yeah one of the players is uh, a NBA coach that that is no longer an NBA coach, but he, he he's coached before. It's it's someone who became an NBA coach, but isn't a head coach right now. I don't know. He might be an assistant coach somewhere, but uh, he's he's not a head coach right now. But he 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 was sort of recently. Won an NBA championship with the Blazers in the late seventies. That's Mm. and that's the thing with the 70s back then they just didn't have that many stars you really only remember like these one or two guys on every i know, like, <laughs> I know. this is a tough question I'm, rest of the I'm guys sure. were just out there chucking up bricks and punching each other um well it wasn't yeah. doc it wasn't terry stotts even though i wanted to go terry stotts that would be uh, a good pick I'm trying to think. It wasn't Ty Lue a little before his time. Trying to think of other <laughs> playing coach. I mean, you guys, you said not active. Yeah, yeah, it's not an active head coach. This is. I am going to. I just want to hurry this up. Uh, uh give me uh, Dominique Wilkins. <laughs> Pretty close. No sir. No sir. Um. 
the 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 player I was going or the coach I was going for. It's funny because he was the uh, grit and grind uh, uh, Grizzlies leader, Lionel Hollins. Ah, no, on that okay. team. Inter- really? He played po- played point guard. Yeah, yeah. It was his first uh, first season. What the hell? That's weird. That's I didn't. I wasn't even a hundred percent sure Lionel Hollins was sense the in my NBA brain. player. <laughs> That doesn't make uh, sense. Whatever. Let me let me confirm it's the same Lionel Hollins. Uh, <laughs> I, say, I was like, I, I don't think. Is. I mean, it probably is. I don't think there's a lot of Lionel Hollins running around the NBA. <laughs> I, like, I'm looking at his old '70s picture. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Uh, you got the photo side by side. There's no actual facts. He's like, yeah, that could. <laughs> that's that's pretty much him. But uh, yeah, I'm looking at these other players. No one really I I, I recognize though. There's this dude named Mo Lucas uh, who actually scored more than bill walton uh in the regular season and the playoffs yeah bill walton well, did everything well, I, else he only averaged like 12 points or something yeah well i think he th- this season because it was his best one he was up like 18 or 19 but uh, he was never like a crazy scorer he was always you know the you, he won MVP, uh, one of the best passers and i believe he did win mvp yeah yeah yep. damn well yep. that, that was a stumper yeah i think all the way going back that far that always yeah my my brain's able to hold a lot of information when it's like I get to see it with my own eyes, but maybe now I'm gonna have to go back and watch some uh, some some old school basketball just to recatch back up. Well, yeah. Uh, another thing, maybe like the sort of placing 1977 in your brain. Uh, Arunas, our friend Alex, uh, Alex's dad, Arunas, uh, remembered when he was like he said he was like 17 or something, and that was the first uh, basketball he remembers watching. 77 uh, <laughs> NBA Finals. Nice. Which is Bill crazy. Walton. That was back. That was back when Arunas would have been in Canada somewhere. That was back when it was on freaking tape delay and everyone was doing drugs. The NBA was really not a big thing. So Arunas, uh, a trailblazer, uh, truly. Tra- tra- exactly. Yeah. Wow. We're a, a true fan. Um, okay. We've got one more question here for you, Matt. This one is. I get some redemption here. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and this one, I, I kind of give you, I lead you into it. Uh, I don't think this one should be too hard, um, but uh, I, I was looking forward to some some matchups, upcoming matchups in the next couple days. Okay. Some inspiration, um, and I don't know if it's uh, on t- today or tomorrow. But the Suns and the Spurs play each other. I don't know if it's Monday night or Tuesday night here, but uh, and you know, not the biggest marquee matchup. Uh, you know, even though the Suns are, are great, the Spurs really, really are not these days. But they used to have some crazy playoff battles back uh, in the 2000s uh, and even in the 90s a little bit I think they played though the Spurs were never great um, but uh, you know the the Duncan Spurs versus the Nash uh, Suns that was always a, a big clash yeah um, so they've 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 played the, played each other 10 times total in the playoffs um, you know as as those two franchises uh, in the total history um, and all you have to do to get a point here Matt is tell me who has more wins and what the record is over those 10 uh series so who came out on top and what's the score okay well yeah their meetings in the 90s i yeah it's hard to say i mean likely i mean the the suns had a lot more success early on uh, i mean the sun the, the spurs won the title in whatever it was 99 uh yep. so it's uh yeah, that's tough because I think that the Suns, like the Steve Nash seven seconds or less Suns, only beat the Spurs once. They always would meet the Spurs in the second or in the conference final, and they would lose. And then it was uh, the year that they beat them that everyone thought, okay, this is the year they're going to the finals, and then they lost to Kobe and the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's definitely oh, – I'm going to say 
and I guess it has to be one, one more if you're, unless it's some weird trick question. Uh, Cause I honestly was going to go five and five if it's out of 10 matchups, but if one out team, 10, yeah. yeah, if one team uh, is, is ahead though, what you're saying, or no, you just said the record. Yeah. I just said the record. I just said the record. I didn't say like you, you didn't answer you, the- didn't no, no, you no, no. say that what team won more and then how what the exact record was? Isn't that what you said? Yeah, but I was but I'm saying who like what's what's the record? Like who, who came out on top if anyone did? The record could oh, be Oh, if anyone did. Be, so now you're yeah, throwing I mean, if anyone did. Now I feel well, like I mean, I'm getting suckered into this. So I was guess, and now I'm gonna I, get screwed <laughs> if I say five and five. Hey, fuck you. I'm gonna go six and four for the Spurs. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Hey, you can't get me. But you you, you bullied me into it. You 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 bullied me into that one. But I'll give it to you. Yeah, six six and four for the Spurs, which oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you'd think after yeah you're right. It seemed like every single time the the Suns met the Spurs in those playoffs, the Spurs would always get the best of them. You'd think it'd be more lopsided, but it's just uh, two more because I think yeah, I'm pretty sure all the times they played in the '90s, the the Suns actually beat them. Probably have to uh, shout out to Sir Charles on that one. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, no, yep. not 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 my worst performance, Jordan. I'm I'm not super disappointed. I well, mean, you, you did okay. You got. Gonna, well, I think you got three points. I'm gonna before you give me trivia next time. I'm gonna call Arunas uh, or set up some kind of a meeting uh, with him, and he can give me all of his 1970s basketball knowledge that he knows. Yeah, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep at least one 70s question from now on in because uh, it's a guaranteed no go. Yep, love it. So I'll, I'll perm my hair and I'll grow out uh, a nice mustache. It'll be good. I'll look like uh, Welcome Back, Cotter. It's before your time, Jordan. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> but everybody, uh, thank you so much again for your continued support. As much as we were joking about it, apparently top 50 in uh, basketball content uh, on Apple Podcasts right now. So uh, We want to be number one. You know, right? <laughs> we're getting there. We're, we're moving. That goal right now. The Let us the move week. the needle. We can do it. <laughs> You just need your support. We need your love. Uh, so keep it going, guys. Uh, again, thank you for all the support. Uh, whether the numbers are accurate there or not, uh, we're still having a blast uh, making the content for you all. Uh, hearing any of the positive feedback uh, always definitely makes my day. Uh, but as we're moving and, on, and and I got we got a sneak sneak preview, Matt. We've got a special Wednesday episode coming out. We do. Uh, we do. Uh, and uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I won't do tell everyone the the exact topic but we're going to be we're going to be venturing back to the 70s the 80s the 90s uh maybe even the 60s we'll see but uh we we're going to be going show. back to the uh the 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 great halls uh you know back on the shoulders of giants uh and uh, we're going to be looking at through the history of the nba so stay tuned for that one it's going to be great yeah uh, going to be a classic one for sure uh, we're going to try and get that one out as soon as possible and uh again look for us on social media at big dog ball talk uh especially on twitter that's probably where we're most active you want to get uh, our daily takes uh, and opinions uh, or just reactions to uh nba news uh that's at big dog ball talk on twitter so uh hop over there or, or again you can find us on tiktok or instagram uh again our, our social media will be picking up uh, uh as we go on here and uh again thank you so much for all your following thank you so much for listening and i've been matt icon with jordan flegel and as my friend jordan always said yeah uh true beauty is on the inside and why do you have to look at me when you say that yeah, I, I only really feel the need to say that with you. Um, yeah, I was gonna say like I when you started saying I'm like, does this guy say this anywhere else? 
Or is it just when um, I'm going around? He's just like, oh, hey, just so everybody knows. And you like, make sure to make <laughs> eye contact with me. Like, there'd be like 10 people there. Matt, like, put your hand on my shoulder really intimately. Like, just, you know, beauty is on the inside, Matt. Like, what, okay. What am I supposed to do? Not be nice? Like, I, I'm, that's I'm not trying. Nice. I'm trying. That's pretty much, oh. like, bro, that's oh, pretty much bullying. We, we, you we went over the actor in your youth. We went over the uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer incident. Don't talk to me about bullying, okay, Matt? You, I, you were... Doesn't count because I don't remember that ever happening. Well, well, well. Uh, look, the, the point still stands. Beauty's <laughs> on the inside. It, it, it doesn't matter, you know, what people say. Um, you know, the, the names people call you. You're, you're beautiful on the inside. I mean, you're not. I'm just trying to prove the point. You're, you're kind of. I'm you're sexy a little messed on the up both inside and out. But my, sure. my inside's rotten. I'm like the Grinch. Yeah, yeah, you're all turned around. It's it's, it's not good. I, I, your your inside is uh, yeah, it, it's not great. Got garlic in my soul.